0: The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management.
1: Und was der Fichtel uns jetzt gleich sagen wird, das werden wir uns anhören mit von der Partie Die Woodies. <stut->
2: We regrettably interrupt fishing with guns with this special news bulletin.
3: If you are wise, you
2: listen to
4: Kevin Gassman, A
2: giant hairy creature, part ape.
0: And now, the moment you've all been waiting for your pregame announcement, your pop
2: singing sensation, Gashman. Gasman. One of the carbon blobs from Sector 7G.
5: Some people have said that you're retarded, not me.
6: Just some people, I think, right? (laughs) What's up, Danny? How you doing, man? Yo, yo, yo! Dude, it's going to be an awesome show today. It is Going Global with Gas Man here on the VoiceAmerica.com variety channel. And we are going to be hanging out for the next couple hours, and we're going to be getting into some really cool and weird stuff a little bit later on in the show when Aliens with Gas hits the air. But our guest for Aliens is also going to be here for this show as well. Danny Torgensen, he's Greetings. What's up, man? Greetings, all ye earthlings. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm so excited about this, by the way. So I'm excited to have you on I here. know, I'm
7: glad it worked out. I you, got back just in time. You've been away for a long time. Yeah, it was you, a run.
6: Yeah, you've been on a tour, man. You're playing with Fayuca on, on, on the East Coast. Uh-huh. See the photos of you playing in the snow, and now and, it looks like you're going back to the East Coast. And
7: freezing my little stones off. <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 you're not used to it, are you not? Um, I kind of miss it it was exciting to be cold all the time <laughs> it was you know and i got to like accessorize got to wear jackets and hats which i never get to do so did you have to buy any when you're on the road um no I, I i i came prepared okay i had like my six winter outfits <laughs> that's the same thing every, every five days yeah i like rotated <laughs> them. Less. people got used to them though like, some of them were very psychedelic others were more toned down some did, were more like spaceman did they know what day it was by that No, it wasn't that organized.
6: (laughs) Right on. All right. Well, we're gonna have a good show today. I'm looking forward to this. Um, I have a few things we're gonna get into as far as outside of the world of Danny because you know he's on tour with his band, and we're gonna be talking and playing some tunes as well this hour and something new. I got reached out by a a promoter on on uh, Gmail, and they're a band from England. We're gonna. Debut one of their songs so. Ooh, That's super cool Yeah That's what Going Global is about We play a lot of local music And we love And independent music Artists from across the world And uh, we like to do it right here Every Saturday From 2 to 4 p.m. Uh, Pacific time And uh, here in Arizona That would be uh what, day, what time is it? Three o'clock?
7: It's three o'clock mountain
6: <laughs> so, time. This it is. All right. So I'm looking forward to that. I got some sounds I want to play that I've, I've been holding on to for the last couple of weeks ever since Trump got into the uh, presidency. I have some really interesting music we're going to play here in a, in a second. And uh, Valentine's Day is Tuesday. It's true. We'll talk about the uh, when dating season begins the day after. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. We'll try to find a place where, uh, where we find... Um, where, where do you find your exes? You know, like where's a good place to go to pick up the scraps? Oh no. <laughs> All right. I'm just teasing, man. All right. <laughs> Let's play this tune. So they're, they're called Black Delta Movement. Seven Circles is the band, or is the song, excuse me. So, the Black Delta Movement, Seven Circles, and it's a really cool tune, and you guys are going to jam out to this. The only thing about it, I don't think it's long enough, but that's just me.
7: Seven Circles, I like that. That's very sacred geometric.
6: It kind of is, yeah, and I'm thinking it's perfect for this show here. Mm -hmm. So, we'll play this, we'll come right back. We're, We're debuting some music from England, the UK, right here on Going Global with Gas. Man. Man. I like that stuff I liked right there. it That was good stuff Right there That's the Black Delta Movement And uh, UK is where they're from They are described as Psychedelic garage rock And they are on tour in the UK They're going to be hitting up France, Italy and Well it's not part of the UK But France, Italy And Switzerland Early in the two thousand, Earlier this year And uh, they have a new album Called Seven Circles Oh that's the song We just played Right So they have a Current EP called Seven Circles too
7: well, that's exciting. Yeah. It's coolly her new music. I, you know what I love? From I, another land.
6: I like when I get, when people reach out to it, you know what I mean? That's what I like about it the most. I think when someone reaches out to you and say, here, I know you're on the radio, but here's some tunes and you, know, you get to listen to them. And I mean, let's be honest, man. They're not all winners, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know? but it does, it does, you know, come out pretty well sometimes. Yeah, all right. I'm just trying to get this headphone thingy fixed. But, uh, all right. Sounds good to me. It sounds good to me. I think we're on. We're on the VoiceAmerica.com channel. The Variety Network is where we're at every Saturday from 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific time. And we're hanging out with you. That's Danny Torgerson. He's with me uh, this week. For uh, for a little going global, and then we'll get into some aliens yeah, with gas. I feel
7: like I never hear my last name anymore.
6: You don't. I'm just like Danny, Danny Squeegee,
7: <laughs> or everyone just calls me Captain Squeegee now.
6: Well, that's where you're from. That's the band that you're from. So um, it's we're gonna get into that. We got you have a song actually that is uh, it, what in, uh, up for an award this weekend over at the UFO Congress.
7: Yeah. So we did a music video for the song and. For some reason, it spawned like this alien love story, this like Romeo Juliet alien thing. You ever? Did you see the video? Yeah, I've seen the video. I'm yeah. yeah, I'm sure you did. And so, we just thought, man, I think that this is like, this is up the right alley for these UFO people. You know, for my people. Sure and we went ahead and submitted it and yeah they totally loved it they accepted yeah. <laughs> it <So laughs> nice man they're gonna play it amongst all the other like more like documentary style <laughs> UFO stuff we'll, we'll see how it's embraced I, you know I mean I think
6: the movement you gotta is, get some fiction in there sometimes absolutely I think it's fun I think you know when we started the aliens with gas show you know, it, it was just basically talking about what's going on in the world of aliens. And then I started, you know, going down the rabbit hole of music and finding out all these bands have all these tunes. Of course, you know, David Bowie's got some, you know, Elton John's got one. But then when you really go back into seeing who does have songs about aliens, it kind of blows your mind a little bit. And it's nice to see that bands like yours you know, and other bands sporadically are come up, coming up with tunes about aliens. So keeping keeping it alive.
7: Well, yeah, I mean, artists tend to think outside the box. And so we're, you know, here on earth, we're in a box. (laughs) So you got to think outside the sphere at that point. Right. You know, I think that it's, it's always something that has drawn artists and philosophers for many eons a subject that will continue to captivate us as it reveals itself more prominently.
6: Well, that's a, that's it. It's all about revealing itself and what is going to be revealed, if it ever will be revealed. And we uh, we have a really cool clip that I'll play with the show at Aliens with Gas when it starts up at the top of the hour at four o'clock, uh, uh, our time, which would be uh, for
7: Mountain th- time.
6: Yes, Mountain time. It's worse not to have your change. You know, not not to have the time change. It's like more of a pain in the ass to tell somebody your time change.
7: It is funny. We we're, we're like the odd stepchild of the whole U.S. Right. Like I don't
6: know what's going on i don't know either man i do know this though this is uh, some crazy stuff that i saw online somebody posted a video of donald trump he is now our president and his the first uh, act as a president his literal first act as a president his first speech ever was at the cia headquarters the the fallen heroes wall uh-huh. where everyone i guess all of them died working for the cia well
7: some of those big medallions behind them are really crazy, too. You know, they're like a bunch of upside-down stars and stuff. There's some weird stuff going on. I know. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> There's some really creepy, really weird stuff.
6: And uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll totally get into some of that if you want. But I, I saw this. This was pretty much a, a really interesting situation where the song, it was on YouTube, and uh, the person was introducing... Uh, Pence, the vice president, and then Pence was going to introduce the president. So uh, this is how it sounded, and I want you to listen to this, and just let's just listen to this.
1: And now it is my pleasure and privilege to introduce the vice president of the United States, Mike Pence. <laughs> <laughs>
6: That's it, man. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man.
7: My goodness. <laughs> what a rock star entrance.
6: Isn't that weird? Is that, I mean, is that. I mean,
7: you know, they play pretty cheesy music on the campaign trail as well. I heard some ridiculous stuff And sometimes they're like Don't want to have to pay ASCAP So they pick <laughs> this obscure stuff But I gotta say The synth was very like Sci-fi-y
6: Okay So uh, this is Now that was Pence Intro Now here's Pence Introducing Trump It's the same thing And so
5: let me say It is my high honor And distinct privilege To introduce to all of you The President Of the United
6: States
3: <laughs>
6: It's like more ominous right <laughs> Right. It's kind of weird, like everyone's cheering and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah,
7: I mean, I'm really into it, and then the guitars come in, and then it's more of like a, like a Prague '80s moment. <laughs> but before that, it's almost more X Files, which obviously, you know what's weird, as
6: my friend shazam it. Okay, okay. <laughs> We're like wondering like, Did they like Produce this song for this Is that what they did Did they sp- Specifically produce this song For this intro And No they didn't Actually It is a song Called Darkness Rising Ooh Yeah And it's from this man Called Daniel Robinson
7: Okay So you're going down The rabbit hole I'm You're opening da- it up <laughs> go- What are they saying By playing it this Kevin This is the song It's only two and a half minutes long Darkness Rising Listen to
3: this
1: Oh, 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 oh,
6: oh. When the from
7: yeah, right? Dude, how Luciferian is that? I know, this is to introduce the president and, and the vice president. And <laughs> behind him, there's these big, like, pentagram medallions? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on over in
6: DC? I don't know, man. Very trippy stuff here I mean we can curse I don't want to curse But you can curse We can? Yeah Wow that feels good (laughs) I know I just unleashed the beast on you (laughs) (laughs) Yeah you want to check that out Uh, Daniel Robinson Darkness Rising Okay And I believe one of the lines in there Is God is dead Yes I heard that
7: (laughs) (laughs) And just the entrance He was like Mwahahahaha
6: Okay. First of all,
7: so somebody knows something,
6: <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. Like someone in the CIA got turned on to this. The
7: CIA doesn't accidentally play that <laughs> song. <laughs> all
6: right. So <laughs> let me let me let me burn this down a little bit. First of all the CIA made this music had to happen on their end when I heard the video and I watched the video you can tell the crowd is drowning out the sound so it is pumping up and pumping out in that scene yeah there's no doubt about that of course so now now you gotta go right so where did the song come from who knows this song in the CIA a darkness rising some random weird song from this guy Daniel Robinson
7: Uh, how does that happen I'm not sure how random it is really of course not (laughs) I mean, it was good like rock and roll, like pump up music, you know? But in context, it certainly is curious.
6: Yeah, it's very curious. Blood for Blood, I think, is the album that's on.
3: Ah! <laughs>
6: <laughs> so on the album it says there's like a bunch of words and it's like like somebody passed out and you wrote on his face. It's kind of what the picture looks like. And there's words like shout, waterfall, brain freezing, let them, brand new, and oh those are the songs probably. Never mind. <laughs> but either way, it's just, it's, I just thought it was so bizarre. That's when good. I, You're
7: onto something.
6: When I saw that. So that
7: was just like your friend is the one that that decoded that.
6: Maybe, I mean, but I, she just like posted the video, like here's here's our wonderful president talking. No, to no,
7: but then they Shazam, who shazammed it. Oh, my friend. Yeah, yeah, that's my what friend. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So you're on like the crux of this like little mini conspiracy theory. right Congratulations. Yeah, I think so, right? You birthed a conspiracy we, theory. We totally broke it right here. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's exciting.
6: Good times. The CIA playing <laughs> Darkness Rises as the intro music for Pence and Trump. The Luciferian <laughs> anthem of rock and roll, dude. <laughs> I don't know if he's getting any uh, cred for. Th- I mean, we're giving him credit obviously, Daniel Robinson. I'm just wondering if, like, if he knows. I mean, the video online only seven thousand views. Interesting, this is, right? It's like a really like offbeat, weird. Well, song. I know if
7: they don't play a lot of it, then they don't have to pay him. So who knows? <laughs> but they clearly, what's interesting is that they got the instrumental version because there were no <laughs> right. So
6: right,
3: I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> they have
6: to cut the volume. Oh, not maybe wondering. they maybe they contacted him and said, "We need this instrumental version now." <laughs> The darkness is rising (laughs) Or we'll we'll make you part of the Pizzagate problem (laughs) Talk about darkness rising Danny Torgerson is with us And he's hanging out And uh, he's always He's never afraid to talk about Like the uh, The I don't know The conspiracies It's not
7: not about fear I'm excited to talk about it That's all I want to talk about
6: Somebody posted a meme about 9-11 That still pops up here and there I, of course. I believe those buildings did not fall down because planes hit them. Right. That's just too obvious, not to.
7: It's like a high school physics problem.
6: <laughs> so, so people put, you know, like you'd see these memes on there and I kind of jumped on one like, "Hey, Building 7 usually ends that argument about planes bringing down buildings, you know, cuz it fell down on its own." Right. Into its own footprint during fast, you know, uh free fall speed, about 11 seconds. But yeah, I mean, absolutely ridiculous to even consider that it's not from the inside, yes, and I'm not saying inside job. I'm talking about t- taking down from the inside the building itself,
7: right? Which would imply an inside job. <laughs> a, a, a double, double entendre, <laughs> quite, literally,
6: sure. yes, right, exactly. quite literally, right? Quite literally. So, you know, the, the the concept of the twin towers falling at the same time or at the same speed as free fall, and all those steel columns completely disintegrating at the same time as well, is improbable.
7: Well, but that the twin towers look different than Tower Seven. The twin towers are exploding. Tower 7 is definitely like imploding just, on right, itself. It's okay. like a good right. old-fashioned casino point. demolition. Right. Tower 1 and 2 are more spectacular. It's more of like a Hollywood scene, you know? I mean, whoever decided that that needed to happen clearly like the goal was just ultimate like terror and Ter- destruction. Right.
6: So. I mean, it was it absolutely pulverized the twin towers. What's pulverized.
7: Funny, what's funny about it is that, you know, why not just blame the terrorists for putting bombs in there, you know? It's just right. that I think the whole thing just right. was supposed to be swept under the rug as quickly as possible. But
6: how did terrorists get into the infrastructure of the building to, right. pl- to place them?
7: That's when they realize they're
6: like, "Uh-oh." And then you look back and you say, "Oh, well, Bush's brother was head of the security, and they had a lot of late-night fire drills." The to largest get out.
7: largest largest elevator uh, reconstruction in history. They were doing elevator maintenance for mm. like 5 months. I know everything about this dude. I, I, how did we get on this subject? Well, because the CIA. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is. I guess
6: my point. My point being is this. My point being is this is that when you know you someone posts this, you know there's still people out there that defend the original story. And at what cost is it to defend something Why? that you don't really? It's almost like you know your team messes up so bad, but you're still gonna defend them, not re- realizing how bad your team messed up. I see. You know, it's like they feel like they have to defend because they can't in their brain. It's brainless allegiance. It is, right. It's it's a uh, cognitive dissonance. Right. Uh, dissonance is where they d- uh, just can't fathom this being, uh, I guess, what, what pe- it was not to be told.
7: People also love to be right. So, you know, these the pe- type of people that defend that story, they're going for the easiest rightness. Right you know there's right (laughs) there's no there's no uh, you know it's so easy to just pull up the official story you know they didn't have to think of it they didn't have to do anything right
6: so they just accept this answer and that's it and we move on we continue shopping like we were told to do you
7: know I asked Ron Paul about 9-11 in person twice I campaigned heavily for him here in Arizona back in the day right on and uh, I remember he he shocked me with his answer I was like I said how long is it going to take for us to get to the truth and how can we make that faster <laughs> and he was like and he just looks up at me he starts laughing he's like ha ha. he said ha, it'll be at least a hundred years He really? said what Ron?
6: another hundred years
7: and, and he was like we're just trying to figure out what really happened to Lincoln <laughs> <laughs> it's like dude Ron is like the the quiet conspiracy king hanging Interesting. out with me and you know it's true though I think as as the trauma of the event dissipates people are less emotional about talking about it you know it's like how many people, you know, are gonna freak out at you about, you know, World War II conspiracies at this point, unless right. they were in the war or around for that time. So
3: right.
7: hopefully with time we can like actually just get down to it.
6: Well, it seems like every faster than every generation now we're at because of our technolo- you know, our technology these days is it's becoming more um more of a looking glass, I guess, to see what's really going on. We're seeing more of that revealed day in and day out. So every presidency is going to be more, uh, going to be under a more scrupulous camera, under a more scrupulous eye, as we've seen from Bush to Obama, now to Trump. It's it's worse and worse every every year. Well, yeah, but this
7: is absurd on purpose. This this era. yes, it's well on both ends. Yes.
6: On both ends from Ish. the actual administration to the actual coverage of the administration. Ish, exactly. Is we're, we're in a, we're in a battle of truth right now. Are we not?
7: But you know, it's interesting because I was, I was just at my, funny you bring it up. <laughs> I was just at my nine 11 truth meeting. at ASU. <laughs> 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 what was that? that was the night before last. <laughs> oh, right on, right on. <laughs> so this has been a really healthy week for me. You know, I get to do right. my nine 11 stuff and then I go to my UFO conference. I really get Beautiful. both sides of the, of the <laughs> coin. And, uh, I was really impressed to hear these freshmen, dude, the room was packed. I mean, from when we started that group, it's amazing. That's great. It was packed. Right. bunch of young freshmen, they're all like super zenned out, like hippie. They know everything about everything. They're talking about waking up at like age nine. Cause they were three when it happened, wow. but then they had the internet earlier than any of us did, you know, the way that it is.
6: That's interesting. Because
7: so we've got people waking up right, to like right. the, you know, the, the Alice in Wonderland, uh, veil right you know at like age eight and nine and stuff
6: well that's interesting because i think i woke up after getting high i think
3: (laughs) but i was
7: probably around 12 or 13 years old and i was late bro i was obsessed with myself it was like (laughs) age 19 dude i had like a total meltdown it was awesome but (laughs) (laughs) and then everything just
6: clicked dude for me it was I just didn't buy into religion. I didn't buy into, to, I mean, school. It always felt weird to me. I had a funny vibe with school. So even at that age, I, don't know, I probably wasn't the pot. I was already kind of rebellious, a little bit against that. Not really sure if I really believe what, I, what I'm being told through through our government or for, through school, especially through religion. You know, considering everybody else on the block was a different religion. Well, everything
7: is religion. Government is religion. Sure, absolutely. So you know that there was a really good question that came up at the meeting, and it was like well, what compelled you to look this up at age nine? And it was what you're saying. It was like, well, I could just kind of tell something was wrong. Right. And that's a beautiful thing. Right. That within the human instinct, within the, the soul, that there is that omega seed where you just kind of know. You just like can smell the bullshit. Right. And that's an important thing, you know, that, that it's instinctual to want to know the truth and to also tell when it's not the truth. Right on. So we just got to tap into that clearly. Well, that's that's what they're trying to fight us
6: from getting that information or or getting that uh, wake up call.
7: Well, yeah, I think they're just trying to like sedate us, you know. They're
6: giving us more uh, bread and circuses, you know. It's pretty much yeah, what it is, and
7: more fluoride, you
6: know, <laughs> as much as you can get. Right? <laughs> uh, it's yeah, it's fascinating. You know, I talk about the uh, education here real quick. Betsy DuVos, you know, getting uh, you know passed on into into. But see her you know, like the, dude, that bothers me way less than most people. Well, uh, well first of all, the yeah. Department of Education It is, shouldn't exist. Right, it's full of it anyway, That's, it doesn't I read matter. Ron Paul that was part of his platform, was that he was going to get rid, rid of, of it. it. Right. And I, I don't have a problem with that.
7: I remember people being like, what? Then how will <laughs> we know. learn? Look, I'm, like, a,
6: I'm a product of LA Unified School District, yeah. all right? I'm, pro- I'm public school raised, born and raised. It's you like, know? yo,
7: bro, people have been learning for <laughs> hundreds of years before this <laughs> stupid federal Department <laughs> uh, of Education. It's not even 100 years old yet. Bring it back to the states, man. Bring it all back to the states, dude. Well, Look, I don't, look again, I, uh, yeah. The, the... Even though our state would suck at it, but that's, that's <laughs> the point though, is that the ones that rule at it, then people go there
6: right. it creates a marketplace or you be, or you create people who want to mimic that i want to see what they're doing so and if, do it where if, you're at if
7: this betsy lady just kind of tanks the whole thing i will be a happy person that's
6: the, what i was going to get that get at is that even though it's a terrible department in the first place you appoint someone who has absolutely no charge of uh, experience to be in charge of that maybe they're trying to implode it on their own I think with, so. with this one i think so. so all i said was that betsy De, 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 i said betsy devos was sworn in with her hand on the highlights magazine <laughs> <laughs>
7: <laughs> I hooked on phonics
6: <laughs> She tried to get into a public school in Washington, in Washington D.C. And she got blocked from entering Like protesters actually stopped her from going in Yeah but those people are brainwashed Well why right, because you're defending a broken system
7: Yeah right now the, the, All the protesting you see It's what's called um, uh, Let's see how do I put it It's uh, uh, I have to think of a good word for it
6: All right, to Just protest- wait till we get back How about we play the factory
7: oh that's a good
6: idea. Okay, we'll do this. This is your band, Captain Squeegee. Who uh, we'll get into this. Dude, as well. and I, yeah, yeah. After this, we have a whole half hour to talk about. Man, I
7: didn't know we were going to go so hard on the conspiracies instantly. Dude. Well, I
6: just wanted to jump into it because again, you know, like somebody posted it, and I'm You're just, trying to warm me up. I'm just wondering. <laughs> <laughs> I just wonder why people are so animate about defending the the bullshit story that, that was told to us. Why? Are you, why do you defend that? Why are you so? Why can't you realize that you were you were told a lie? And you're defending this lie, and everyone's telling you that they're lying to you, but yet you're t- calling someone else a conspiracy theorist. So, what's more of a conspiracy theory: the fact that 19 hijackers from Saudi Arabia got on four planes and and destroyed directed
7: by a guy in a cave, right, right, in right. Afghanistan, right. who had kidney dialysis. <laughs> it was probably dead at the time anyway. Probably dead.
6: So, you know, that's the that's the, the story you do buy. However, and not to be a not a Dubai, you got it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Giggity giggity. But you buy the story that or you but you don't buy the story that it could be all an inside job of people who know what they're doing, how to do it, and how to get all right, never mind. Let's play the factory.
7: I like I like hearing you go off, man. <laughs> it's very inspiring. <laughs>
6: it does happen once in a while. <laughs> VoiceAmerica.com, the variety channel every Saturday from 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific time. The show you're listening to is called Going Global with Gas. <laughs> man.
7: Bro.
3: Just relax, relax. Till the sun is back Is that a
7: fact? And it the white is black? Here in the factory Does nobody ask Who's Yeah,
3: I kinda thought I was going up but...
7: No expedition of opinions that are from
3: another vision
7: One beyond the fact and fictional And the choir so predictable And and two-dimensional Too intentionally conventional
3: Oh no
1: Robbie,
4: best test in the west. It's
7: just a drug test, so nothing to be scared of. I'm excited. What kind of drugs are we testing? <laughs>
4: <laughs> we are the primitive ones, the fighters, the igniters. So battle location, survivors, earth divers. We're not, We're not slaves to our, our own life. creation We are the unfighting We're to make the notes go they make the way through blood flow. Just the intelligence we do know. What makes the wind blow? We are the simple men. In a world of technological advancement. They suffer from problem at the time, then they create 10. There's a community and family are absent. To replacement. We are the primitive ones. The fighters. The igniters. So back up our repression. Survivors. Earth drivers. Tough drivers. We're not slaves to our own creation. We are the athletes, capable of flourishing like wild kings. Hunting and gathering ourselves can be rewarding. In a natural world of paradise, we build things out of necessity. We are the high ones. Herbal meditation ammunition. My me peaceful that carries a pipes and of a magnum. But in my backpack, my stick attack functions. Seek a way a find ya And just fight to embrace ya We are the primitive ones The fighters The igniters It's back pack of obligation Survivors Earth drivers Tough drivers We're not slaves to our own
6: global with gas man we're trying to figure this all out here on the uh, radio as we fly through our day and I'm flying with no engineer by the way so this is just me in the studio trying to make this show sound I, so good. I the wish
7: that the humans could see <laughs> it's just the flurry me running around it's epic dude he just bolts <laughs> yeah,
6: we're done talking, and he's just gone. <laughs> I gotta go in there and turn the mic so
7: off. So <laughs> epic, dude! I love I, it. I, I know it's great. Well, I need to. Pl- I wish I could play <laughs> Benny Hill whenever time you do it, dude. I tell you, that'd be a great sound. <laughs> 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 well, the
6: thing is, is like to get to the door from the studio here, I gotta walk all the way around the table. So there's no opening from where I'm at to the studio exit door. I gotta go all the way around. <sighs> All right, that was a nice deep breath here. It's 3.38 on the uh, mountain time. You can
7: take a breather, man. You've been going hard.
6: As we uh, hang out with you this Saturday afternoon, Danny Torgerson is with us here from Captain Squeegee, now with uh, the band Badfish, uh, Bad a He's traveling with them on tour, so congratulations on that, man.
7: It's a good gig. It's fun, dude. That's
6: so cool, because you were just on a tour with Faiuca. Yes. And I love Gabe, and he's a great, oh, of course, great music he plays as well. Kind of a Latin metal reggae mix, I guess you could say. What would you call it?
7: Yeah, I... it's like Latin reggae punk rock. That's what I say.
6: Scarasta. <laughs>
7: <laughs> Something like that. That's what I call
6: it, Scarasta. <laughs> yeah, he's really cool. He would that.
7: probably hate that.
6: <laughs> how, long, how long were you on the uh, on on the road?
7: That was a that uh, was a full month. I think it was like thirty two days.
6: Thirty two days. That's cool, man. Yeah, it was great. All you and you left from. I here? could go
7: longer though, man. You, I started okay. really hit
6: my stride near the end. I, what's uh, like? Yeah, see, like you, you know, you've been no stranger to the road. You go, you know, you've been doing the road for a little bit now. Yeah,
7: squeezie has been touring for right. years, and that's
6: a big band you you tour with. That's seven dudes. Seven dudes. And yeah. what's this one you were to song with?
7: Um, well, that's a five. That's a five piece band now. But we also had a merch guy and a, and a tour manager, so seven. It's
6: right, so The magic seven. number. <laughs> seven is the magic. Seven guys. Number. Seven deadly sins.
7: That's fourteen
6: balls. Uh, Heidi's you know, getting ready to join us. Hey,
8: oh, <laughs> yeah, how you doing know, there? Hi, Heidi. Fourteen balls. Yeah. yeah.
6: <laughs> <laughs> so we, we were t- we were talking about the school systems and everything, and I guess you were tuning in. What, what's your uh, two cents on this?
8: So if I get to make my own school because there's no regulation, I'm totally going to make something like Hogwarts, dude. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> You're going to have magic, paganism, conspiracy theories. <laughs> Whole nine yards. We'll have UFO watches in the nighttime. Well, that's
7: just—I think that's just what the the schooling for the elite, right? Isn't that just what they do? Right. The your little Freemason preschool. Right.
6: Freemason preschool. I'm
7: sure. I'm sure they raise well, them on that stuff. Well, they have that's to. What they right?
6: believe because I mean, look—you you, you get a child that's into the tr- that's the
7: true religion of well,
6: them. Well, yeah, right. It's, it's, this is the minute you're. This is like a Betsy DeVos thing. Is like she's so spoiled and rich. That she knows nothing else besides what she's been told living in a wealthy uh,
8: household. I'd open it up to poor kids. Just saying. Well, that's, you know,
7: (laughs) that's the, uh, that's always the argument I like to make is that, you know, the them, quote unquote, (laughs) these like evil cats that we're always talking about in theory, right? (laughs) They always keep saying that. Yeah. These guys are more brainwashed than we are by their families. Right. So like. If it's a war of like who's the most indoctrinated, I'd say that they're the most indoctrinated. They're so stuck on this plan they've had for like a few hundred years. You right. know? Their families have been collecting wealth and resources for so long, they're just kind of stuck in like this game, and it's like they can't even escape really. So, if anything, we're the more free minds in well, this we, situation. We, absolutely, we are. I mean, are they're, they're, they're stuck on their global takeover, they can't give right, up on it. Right. But they need to. We're stay. not trying to take over the world. But just they need to hold
6: on to what they have, or, or when they lose it, they're going to have no skills in the in the world, and they're going to be, you know, whatever. Whatever happened to Mussolini is probably going to happen to them.
7: <laughs> 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 you know that story, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, talk amongst yourselves for a second. We'll see how it plays out. I, I know you played <laughs> the factory earlier, and I uh, I made a post recently on the Cat and Squeegee page. I was like, man. We released this video, The Factory, and it was like a play on words, right? The fact, who makes the facts, right? Right. And there's all these references to, uh, you know, um, the world is flat. You must relax till the sun (laughs) is back. Is that a fact, right? Just pay the tax. Facts It's all this. It's this game of facts and where they're coming from. It's funny now that, what, in 2017 now, we have like… Fake news and alternative facts, right? And all these hashtags that are supposed to wake us up to whatever's going on. I was like, bro, I was making videos about this in 2014. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. So it's cool. It's cool to see uh, it all kind of falling apart. Very <laughs> exciting. Well,
6: we were just talking about too—the uh, the awakening people are having. It's taken a, a lot of people a lot of years to get a, to, to wake up. Now we're seeing a younger generation. Being exposed to the truth at an earlier age, hence, you know, <laughs> destroying their their normal perception of society to what it really truly is—that matrix that a lot of people can't see.
8: They're just starting to believe that what they believe is not what they should believe.
6: Right, <laughs> something like that.
7: Well, we're still—I mean, so as like I was saying earlier—that all of the uh, all of the protesting and rioting you're seeing. That is what I like to call, um, you know, that is prescribed dissonance. That you have been, you have been prescribed that. You are allowed to be mad at Trump. Congratulations. Right? Because you have this administration doing basic, I mean, kind of, plenty of the same kind of stuff that happened in previous administration, but now you're supposed to be angry. Right? (laughs) So it's like, it's like, I see, I see that this plan is going to backfire on them. That if they continue to kind of like stir up the pot like they're doing because they're obviously i I mean some people don't agree with me but to me it's very clear that trump is not supposed to be president that (laughs) it was supposed to be someone else who uh, uh, was like groomed for that position for about eight years okay but
6: hang on if someone is groomed and then set up for that especially in that corrupt environment how come she wasn't chosen Is that not the that wasn't the plan? The plan was to not get her in there, so it would piss off a lot of people. I mean, look at the situation we're in right now. The the majority is being run by the minority as far as voters go. More people didn't want the president than did want the president.
7: So we're all being ruled by. I wouldn't trust that. I mean, I'm not being like a Trumparian at all, but I'm just saying. (laughs) Dude, you know those voting machines, man? Okay, look, the voting machines are bullshit
6: in the first Dude, place. Come I mean, on, man. Why don't we have paper trails on this shit? I mean, <laughs> that just doesn't make sense and I, to and me. I, and
7: I do understand why the Electoral College exists, man. It's like what's good for guys in Ohio it may not be good for people in California. So like, why lump them all together into like one giant mound of humans? Right. It's all good. I just I just see <laughs> I see this backfiring because it's like, oh man. Well, we're just going to make everybody hate this guy for four years straight, right right Heck, yeah, and he'll definitely make it easy right And so they're just like <laughs> they're prescribing dissonance. Hmm. They're like, ta- you know ta- they're finally letting us take the red pill, but it's only in this time frame and only against this one guy, right But I think that's a mistake because I'm already seeing it at the, at the college when I was at this 9/11 truth meeting, and it's that the people that are waking up through their like Trump hate, they're also catching on that everything has been corrupt for basically since Kennedy, even before that, and that this is way bigger than him. So like this prescribed dissonance, I think, is going to maybe unravel Hmm. in a way that they never anticipated. It's very exciting.
6: You're probably right. And that's why I think he is the right person for the time we're in right now, because... This has to come to a boil, you know, this has to fester. And I think this is the time where it will. And maybe a lot of things will be exposed right now. I mean, we're having this battle of truth right now, alternative facts. I mean, everyone's fighting out which one's... But that's the thing. There uh, were always
7: alternative facts. There always
6: were, right? Exactly. There was
7: always fake news. Right. Before the kings of fake news told us about fake news, right? Like CNN, hearing CNN talk about fake news is the funniest thing on earth, basically.
6: It's like it's like a. Super, it's very ironic. It's like yeah, it's like <laughs> I don't know no about that.
7: It's like a, it's like a super hot chick telling me that you know like she's a virgin. Right. <laughs> like, I, I just don't. It's ridiculous, and so I'm just uh, I'm kind of sitting back and enjoying the situation. It's funny because usually I'm the guy that's like doom and gloom. Oh my god, the world's ending, right? right? <laughs> and now finally. It's everybody else. <laughs> and I'm like, no, actually, it's probably going to be fun. Dude. <laughs> We're okay. <laughs> Everything's
8: okay.
6: Uh, yeah, it's, it's just nice to see a lot of things get exposed. you know. And I think a lot of things that Trump is bringing up to the, to, to the surface needs to be talked about and needs to be looked at and fixed and remedied. But there's also a lot of things that I think he gets a little sidetracked by the other voices in his head, which are Pence and Bannon and a few other people that are kind of guiding a few more of their ideals Through, but you know the thing is, is
7: the hope is that the whole thing's a monkey wrench, and that the whole system is just going to burn.
6: Right, that's the thing. We all could hope and pray. You would hope because you know the Republicans were against him in the first place. Now that he's in office, I mean, there's really singing his tune. So that's in
7: in my mind. In my mind, even though that you know there's all these unfortunate things happening in this administration, that there's a there's kind of a you know a, a, a meta irony that. Reality television was basically created to like even further diminish our intelligence. And yet this character that was born from that world basically has turned into like a Frankenstein monster. Hmm. And so it's like what was supposed to come from like this ultimate like world of distraction has become like this loose cannon monster thing. And even the people that created that whole universe like can't figure out how to stop it. Right. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, you're right. That's, I, that's, I was that's it. I was much less. I was much less freaked out by what what happened than everybody else. But that's because I <laughs> could see it coming, right? Well, you can see it. and I can see. I a was lot of paying people attention can. to all the alme- alternative media. Right, you know, right? I, I never believed that she could win. I, you know, and
6: there was other things that she said that didn't really help her cause. You know, calling people deplorables. It wasn't very. It wasn't a very good. thing. I love how they had the the, 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 the deplorable. <laughs> the de- <laughs> at the inauguration that night did you hear about that yeah they, yeah. that's so funny <laughs> were they supposed to stink bomb the place something like that yeah something someone <laughs> tried to <laughs> alright well you're here I don't know why I think a Weird owl, but I do and, uh, let's jam. I <laughs> love Weird Al I'm sure you the do so <laughs> happy <laughs> <laughs> so we'll jam this we'll come back with some uh, cheats and Chong and then we'll play a little game uh, called the drug code how about that
7: alright hang tight it's
6: going global with gas man hang on cheese man see I told you this shit doesn't work sometimes
7: <laughs> are we still in the air?
6: Uh, well, we kind of are. I but love things that. aren't working at the moment. <laughs> so classic. let me just fix this real quick. Unmute and go like this.
0: I never seem to finish all my food. I always get a doggy bag from the waiter. So I just keep what's still on And I take it home, save it for later. Rod bacterial formation, microbes, enzymes, mold and oxidation. I don't care. I got a secret trick up my sleeve. I never bother with baggies, glass jars, Tupperware containers, plastic, cling wrap. Really, an no brainer. I just like to keep all my flavors sealed in tight with aluminum foil. Foil. Never settle for less. That kind of wrap is just the best. To keep your sandwich nice and fresh, stick it in your cooler. cooler. Eat it when you're ready, but maybe you'll choose, you'll choose, you'll choose. a refreshing herbal tea. Mm, lovely. Oh, by the way, I've cracked the code.
3: I figured out the Shadow War or Organization.
0: And the Illuminati know that they're finally primed for world domination. And soon you've got black helicopters coming across the border. Puppet masters for the new world order. Be aware. There's always someone that's watching you. And still the government won't admit they face a whole moon landing. Thought control race, psychotronic scan. Because I made this hat From aluminum foil foil. Where I had this foil lined In case an alien's inclined To probe your butt or read your mind Looks a bit peculiar Seems a little crazy But someday I'll prove There's a big conspiracy
5: Well let me tell you the story of another loser
3: I've been smoke
9: That's where my money goes In my lungs Sometimes up my nose When troubled times
3: begin to bother me
9: I take a tote and all my cares go up in
0: In smoke donde todo es libre
3: there are no signs
0: que dicen no fumé so I roll a bomber y me doy un buen toque y West, I choke. He all them his care. Go up in smoke. Come on, let's go get high. Up in smoke. That's where I want to be.
3: Cause when I'm high, the world's alone. Don't bother And, all, and dangerous road. I take a toll and all my cares go up in smoke.
0: I take a toll and all my cares go up in smoke. Some people uh, think that to puff the magic dragon means they're really just smoke, uh, smoke marijuana cigarette. Where'd you learn that, Cheech? Drug school. The history of marijuana. Marijuana, the the one drug that never killed
2: anybody. Are you on drugs, or is this your naturally moronic self? Marijuana has become a part of the popular consumer culture of the
9: United States. You got any narcotics or marijuana in here? Uh, not anymore. We're smoking reefer, and you don't want no part of this shit.
5: Get out of here! Is marijuana really where it's at? Is it really as righteous as you think? You know what?
9: I don't want no hangover. I can't get no hangover.
5: It doesn't give you a hangover. Where can I get some
9: marijuana? I'll get addicted to it or something. It's not
0: habit-forming. I'm so wasted! I don't want to. overdose on it. You can't OD on it.
7: The snozberries
0: taste like snozberries. <laughs> it's not going to make me want to have sex, is it? It makes sex even better. You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. I mean, Maui,
4: Maui, Panama, Red, Acapulco, Gold.
0: It's all marijuana. Sounds kind of expensive. It's the cheapest drug there is.
5: The amazing stuff about this is take it home and just get stoned at a bejesus mm. belt. You don't want it
9: Think I kind of want it Okay, but just this once Come on
6: in And welcome to The Drug Code Name that drug here On Going Global with Gas Man And we like to do this Every show Wrapping it up Playing a little side effects From the TV commercials You see for prescription drugs and you're gonna have a choice of which one to choose from here. I'm going to oh give my you, god! Just you even played this before, have you, Danny? No, this is horrifying. I love it. <laughs> All right, it's so perfect. Yeah, it's a really good uh, game here. So what we're gonna do is I'm gonna give you a choices of three drugs, and then I'm gonna play the side effects of only one of them, and then you could tell me which one it is. Okay. So our drugs to choose from today are Zelenjans, That's X E L I J A N Z for rheumatoid arthritis. We have Stelara for psoriasis. And we have one next in, which is acne. All right? Okay. Here here we go. Name that drug.
8: Don't use if you have Crohn's disease or colitis, inflammation of the colon, or had colitis or severe diarrhea with past antibiotic use. Stop use if you develop severe watery or bloody diarrhea or severe abdominal cramps, as these may be fatal. Stop use and call your doctor if you have an allergic reaction, as this can be serious. The most common side effect is skin irritation. Stop use and call your doctor if you have a rash or very red, burning, itchy, or swollen skin. Limit your time in the sun. Avoid tanning beds and sunlights.
6: All right, there you go. <laughs> so one Dude. For acne, Zelanjans, for rheumatoid arthritis, or what was the other one I said? Solaris. Sela, uh, Solaris S- for psoriasis, Stelara for psoriasis, right? So nextin Stellara or zelanjans. Go.
7: Uh, I'm going to guess acne.
6: <laughs> you're going to go acne, you're going to go the one next in. Okay, yeah. I'm going I mean, to
8: guess uh, The rheumatoid arthritis rheumatoid arthritis one. The one that starts with jelly Or whatever
6: right. <laughs> The jelly one <laughs> Alright Need that drug It is one next to this acne <gasps> Ooh
8: you win Isn't that
7: horrible
6: <laughs> You know it's horrible Cause Cause I, that,
8: I've heard
7: of horrible things Happening colitis,
6: with that inflammation stuff of the colon or had They're playing happy of the In the colon colon background I know <laughs> <laughs> so stop use if you develop What's wrong with these universe? people Oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> Alright enough of that
7: I think they're just trying To have They're trying to make it seem Like nothing's wrong you know? <laughs> right. Don't
6: mind the the yeah. car crash on the side of the road. No, you're
8: yeah, gonna fine. be okay. Yeah, don't worry about it. Um, Your butthole's <laughs> gonna fall out. But you know, you're gonna everything's gonna be all right.
6: Uh, you guys ready to roll? I'm ready to go. You ready to But s- like, we're gonna come back with some aliens with gas. Yes. Okay. Are you ready?
8: yeah, yeah. All right. how does
6: that
7: ha- how does that start how does that happen
6: it's going to start in about five minutes okay so you guys out there listening in Aliens with Gas will begin as our second time starting our show here at voiceamerica.com variety channel and we're, this is our new home on Saturdays and next week we're going to be at the UFO Congress Danny's actually going to be working there as well so we'll probably
7: yeah. this is my sixth year sixth oh, year man. man I'm obsessed dude it's so awesome I'm part of those people man <laughs> dude I'm rails. looking f- I'm looking forward to this
6: <laughs> so you guys listen in we're going to be playing some tunes as well and we're gonna be playing some aliens with gas. Um, after th- oh geez I just loaded you. That after this.
1: Oh, <laughs> listen to this. Whenever life gets you down, Mrs. Brown, and things seem hard What's or your tough, email? and people are stupid,
7: obnoxious, obnoxious
1: or daft, and you that feel email, that was. you've had quite yes. enough. Yep. Just remember that you're standing on a planet that's evolving and revolving at 900 miles an hour. That's orbiting at 90 miles a second, so it's reckoned a sun that is the source of all our power. The sun, and you and me, and all the stars that we can see, are moving at a million miles a day. In an outer spiral arm at 40,000 miles an hour Of the galaxy we call the Milky Way Our galaxy itself contains a 100 billion stars It's a 100,000 light years side to side It bulges in the middle, 16,000 light years thick But out by us it's just 3,000 light years wide We're 30,000 light-years from galactic central point. We go round every 200 million years. And our galaxy is only one of millions of billions in this amazing and expanding universe.
2: Good evening. Tonight we go after a fantastic story. The story that flying saucers from other worlds are visiting our planet just as we are exploring outer space with our own rocket satellites.
4: What if I told you I'd take you to a place you'd never been and do something to you that's never been done? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh.
0: Open your mind real wide
3: now. No. Man, you got to check it out. Be on your brain. you <laughs>
2: The Mike Wallace Interview. Good evening. Tonight we go after a fantastic story. The story that flying saucers from other worlds are visiting our planet just as we are exploring outer space with our own rocket satellites. Our guest is former Marine Air Corps Major Donald Kehoe, who has the support of scores of prominent businessmen, military men, and some scientists in his campaign to prove that flying saucers exist. Major Donald Kehoe is the director of the National Investigations Committee on Aerial Phenomena. As head of this private group interested in flying saucers, he has repeatedly attacked the United States Air Force and others for claiming that flying saucers are apparently flights of fancy and not flights by Martians. Independent surveys show that millions of Americans do share his belief in these celestial saucers. Major Kehoe, first of all, let me ask you this. Most people in the United States, in spite of the fact that I say that millions do believe, I think you will agree that most people in the United States don't believe in flying saucers from outer space. They probably hold the view of columnist Bob Considine, who wrote that flying saucers are products of, for the most part, quote, pranksters, halfwits, cranks, publicity hounds, fanatics in general, and school balls. end quote. How do you feel about Mr. Considine's charge?
5: Well, I know where he got the story. He got it from Colonel Watson out at the Air Technical Intelligence Center in Dayton. In fact, the colonel went even a little farther, and he said behind every sighting was an idiot, a crackpot, a religious fanatic. That included a lot of high-ranking Air Force pilots, incidentally, and many airline captains, people who were qualified to see these things. But he's just following out in Air Force policy.
2: Well, now you're not suggesting that Bob Considine is in the pay of the Air Force. He's an no, independent I mean man with a considerable reputation.
5: I mean, the Colonel. No, I have oh, every oh. respect
2: for Bob Considine. In spite of the fact that he <clears throat> suggests that pranksters, pranksters half wits, and screwballs are responsible for the stories about flying saucers.
5: Well, I wish I could show him at any time a list of about 800 witnesses, some of the big names in aviation, including up to the rank of Colonel in the Air Force. Mm-hmm. They're still flying and they're still carrying passengers. They've never been grounded. They're still guiding airliners in, the radar men are, night after night in bad weather. If they're screwballs and incompetence, why are they still on the job?
8: Aliens.
6: Yeah, I'm a screwball. I like that. What do you think about that? Major Kehoe.
8: Why do they always have to say, like, people are on drugs or incompetent just because they say these things, you know? It goes
6: back to the Bentwaters. When Bentwaters was going down, they said that you, you're crazy. Well, you're, you're calling a bunch of military men crazy that they saw this? Is that what you're saying? And this, why? this
7: is. But this is a good example of where... Oh, sorry.
6: No, what? the mic. Oh, <laughs> should I? Okay. There you
7: go. You are allowed it to dangle. It kind of just does that <laughs> anyway, though. Do you want me to dangle it like this? Yeah, go for it. I wish everyone could, could see. <laughs> and you can see the dangling mic. <laughs> the dangling in front of me. Okay. He likes dangling. <laughs> okay, so anyway, aliens. Um, I... I appreciate when the government or the establishment decides to actually respond to UFOs, right? Because it's more telling than if they're silent, which is also telling in a way. So, like, when they, w- when they come at you with this big insult, right? Like, not only are you wrong, but you're stupid and crazy, right? That is evidence that there's this agenda, to demonize anyone... Right off the bat. that tries to ...that tries to push that idea out. Right. Right? Because otherwise, they'd just be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. But there's... Yeah. Yeah. Their mission is to basically disseminate this resistance against any, things like, any thinking in that way.
6: Well, you're crazy for believing this. You're not normal like all of us, so you better think like us, because...
7: Right. So, so to me, that's like, you know, they're validating... Right. They're validating that there is a cover-up, that We're, there is this objective to demonize anybody... Officially, you know, that has something to say about the matter.
6: That's Danny Torgerson. He's hanging out with us here in this episode of the extra. Tes- the Extraterrestrial. I, lo- I gotta say, I yes. love that,
7: dude. <laughs> I love that you played that. Thank I never you, man. heard that. And it was amazing.
6: Yeah, man. I find these little old school uh, clips, and I think it's important. Where did you get that, man? I think it's important to play them, man. Yeah, I think it's a lot of people out there need to be aware that this conversation has been going on for quite
8: some time a real long time. Right. Well, and-, and it continues. Right. Some of the best clues
7: that we had to start with were the early era of the U.S trying to decide what they were going to do about UFOs, right? Because some people still said something about it, you know? The fact that they're even having this discussion is like, Man, it was epic back then. Well, I mean, that's what yeah. Roswell happened. Well, well
6: look, and, this is about probably I would say either late fifties or early sixties when this goes on. I have a bunch of uh, clips we're going to play throughout the show from Major Kehoe. You can look it up yourself, K E Y H O E, and look up some of the stuff that he uh, was talking with Mike Wallace. It's, a t- it's about a half an hour interview, so I chopped up and found a few bits in here. That I will, just
7: love that. Well, and notice how they specify "fly," quote unquote, flying saucers right, back from then. outer space. Right. That was the official, <laughs> that was the but, term being used. But here so yeah. it brings up a thing like, you know, I love flying saucers specifically because a lot of people have grown so accustomed to them through seeing sci-fi and pop culture. that They think that it must be fantasy, right? It's like a unicorn or Bigfoot, right? Right. Because, yeah, what's a flying saucer? Where, where did that come from? Oh, these movies, right? Oh, well, we've always been saying that, you know? But the truth is that it comes from the earliest UFO, official UFO sightings, which were flying saucers. That's why they're flying saucers. (laughs) That's why George Lucas, when he made Indiana Jones, no, Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, George
6: Lucas. Spielberg did uh, Indiana Jones. Spielberg? No, I feel stupid. Uh,
7: (laughs) Okay, so Spielberg, in the new Indiana Jones, it's a flying saucer that comes from beneath the temple at the end. Right. It's not some crazy light ship, E.T. thing. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen oh, Crystal Oh, sorry.
6: Skull. Oh, the Crystal Skull one? Well, the
7: Crystal Skull sort of thing, you know? Okay, so yeah. the fact that it's about the, a flying saucer, you know, is, it's so beautiful to me. Because that later turned into just this um, umbrella term UFOs. Right. And the reason that that, was, that became a thing was that they were trying to confuse us that, oh, it's just an unidentified flying object, Right. It makes it murky. It's like, well, anything could be anything.
6: Right, right. That's what we get into with some of the clips from this uh, interview was, you know, how do you try to convince people that we're being lied to or how do you convince people to... You know, and he's got a couple, you know, obviously uh, good examples that I think would flip someone's mind.
8: That and uh, getting documents declassified. Right. You know, like maybe as more documents are declassified, people will see. Like today, I have um, some recently declassified documents from the Forest Service that John Greenwald got them to release just a couple of days ago.
6: So yeah, we'll get into it. So that. we've got that later. That's like, exciting.
7: Yeah, for sure. Well, and, some-
8: and some of it's really close to where we are right now. Oh we're in a hot spot.
7: We are that's why this, That's why this show is here. That's why the conference is here. Yeah. Yeah,
6: the UFO Congress is happening. The 26th one is happening next week at the Wikipa Resort out in uh, Fountain Hills. And that's happening starting Wednesday through Sunday. And we're going to be there live next Saturday. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to be uh, having some fun. I'm
7: so glad you guys are you're, there. You're going to be there. Of course I'm going to be there. And, that's uh, because of my people. You've been volunteering <laughs> at it. But we're going to
6: get into that with Danny <laughs> and his band Captain Squeegee has got a song that's actually like... What's what's the deal? It's up for an award this week. Or okay,
7: so they have so it's a conference and a film festival, and so the film festival portion took submissions, and so I went ahead and threw in. The Squeegee video, even though I know all those guys, I've been there for years, you know. Right. But I've never talked to the film fest people, and then yeah, they totally accepted it, and they're going to play it, and I'm going to be so happy.
6: He's got awesome. Yeah. Well, if you ever uh, checked out the Captain Squeegee videos, I think you you should, and definitely do that on your own time, though, because right now we're going to listen to (laughs) Seek. Yeah. Well, this is one of them. This is is the video, you know. This is the
7: song, and it's, it's like an alien love story, where like I was trying to envision a little bit down the road, maybe when we do have contact. And they're like, you know, they're in love, but they're not supposed to be. Kind of like this right. Romeo and Juliet, like, <laughs> alien thing, right? And uh, I, love they, how, I love how it turned out. Maddie Steinkamp, the director, did a great job. I'll tell
6: you what, man. If they look like us, why not?
3: You know? I mean, uh, even if, if they do. not I
8: it's so funny because i was gonna mention during the show at some point that i hope everyone finds alien love this valentine's (laughs) day and you just started talking about that (laughs) it's so funny to free awesome
6: well you know valentine's day is a couple of aliens i'll tell you what i i have a few things about that as well you can jump in (laughs) it's just a a preference all right let's listen to seek from captain squeegee and you are uh dialed into aliens with gas
8: man bro
7: Oh, this is the wrong one, bro. <laughs> you it? can't play that one. You're not allowed. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, is that, that like was a, a lot secret of hype. song? No, that was see, a lot of hype. No, this is funny. So Captain Squeegee debuted this song with Kevin Gass. Yeah, it's wrong version. And right so. so this is this is like an yeah. early version. Yeah, then. that was like just a. <laughs> Man, that's funny, but didn't you just send him that
8: song? No. Uh, no uh, oh, play else. the other one. what that one
7: I said? Play, yeah, okay. okay we'll play Seek in a minute. <laughs> so let's play Shift Happens. Just my record label would kill me if they knew that was like playing.
6: <laughs> I'll tell. All right, let's jam this one first and we'll come back.
7: Yeah.
2: from mars or from other planets from uh, other solar systems possibly throughout the universe is that correct yes and there are a lot of scientists who said the same thing what is your theory as to the kind of people who fly these or the kind of beings who who fly these saucers
5: well that's speculation woolly Lay said recently they'd be just like the man next door the invaders from space and his reasons may be good but most of the uh, top scientists have said that the odds are that uh, beings from other worlds would not be like us. Some of them would be. Uh, Dr. Harlow Shapley, for instance, said that there probably were at least 100 million inhabited planets in the universe. And uh, mental who doesn't believe in saucers at all, says that he goes that high or even higher. And among those, by they must be by the law of averages, a certain number of planets that would be like the Earth. Mm-hmm. And if evolution started at the same time, why you might have the same type of being. What do you think of the intentions?
2: of these people, for lack of a better name, of these people and um, who are in these flying saucers?
5: Well, there's been no evidence of any hostility uh, during the last uh, 10 years, what we call the modern phase. There have been sightings before then. There have been some accidents, Air Force pilots, chasing these things. Captain Mantell was killed chasing one in 48, and uh, two pilots disappeared chasing one in 53 over Lake Superior. But uh, I think
8: those were just accidents. Just accidents.
6: Aliens. With gas. And more from uh, Major Kehoe in his interview with Mike Wallace, talking about the type of beings that are out there that are just probably just like us. I always said, if you're going to look for you know life on other planets, let's not look for too intelligent, you know? We should be looking for someone around like our development age, you know?
7: Well, but they're talking about saucers specifically. Right. And I do think that, I mean, I think I know who's in the saucers. Or at least a lot of us think that we know
6: who us. It's the Grays. The Grays, bro.
7: Well, you know, we talked about some people think that the Grays are just us from the future or something, but I don't know, man.
6: Right. That's that's enough. That is a
7: theory. But it is. you know, Grays are another. That's another weird thing, though, is that when you tell someone alien and you describe them as like a three foot, big eyed, like TV character, basically, you know, like that version of an alien has been right. seen ever of since saucers, right? so that's why I think that those are the guys in the saucers yeah but we do
6: we talked about the guys from hollow earth we've had a we had a, cu- right. a couple week kick on that I did at least
7: <laughs> right so that's not the saucers I got a little, little lost in hollow
6: earth so maybe that's thing. not the saucers no but the saucers are coming from the hollow earth as well comparably so I mean, but then but the, no but we had the lady in the Mexican hat right. the UFO that was in England in the, yeah. the mid 50s
8: so saw the blondies
6: saw the blondes the right. Nordics in the flying in, the, in your traditional flying saucer so Maybe maybe flying saucers are like those, you know, if you need a car or get a car, you know, they're always available. For <laughs> <laughs>
8: That's hilarious,
6: dude. <laughs> like,
8: oh, we have one you can borrow. Right. Well, right. it's <laughs> obviously
7: a prevailing design for that technology, right?
8: Probably. That, I mean, that would make sense. Can you
6: rent a UFO, is what I'm saying? All right.
7: <laughs> <laughs> I love that idea that, you know, like once you're at that stage in the galactic, like Confederacy, right. it's like, oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you need to rent a saucer? Yeah, it's cool. There's like depots all over the place. Right. It's kind of like ghetto.
6: Right? Are you abducting? Are you just going on tour? What are you doing? You know? No wonder they crash all the time. <laughs> yeah.
7: they're probably mass produced. <laughs> <laughs> That's what
6: I'm saying. That's what we always. I, I mentioned that. It's like, do you buy like you know your uh, do do you, uh, do you have to buy UFOs like we buy cars here? Like, is there a Dodge dealership in you know in, in space?
8: Right. <laughs> or on the on the mothership. Or the
6: mothership. <laughs> something like that
7: well I don't know you know there's this question of like when you get into early stages of thinking about this you think of aliens all as one thing but now when you go to the conferences you hear about like you know dozens of different kinds and right. that it really is more of like this deep space nine situation there's a lot more of that, I mean. and, that and that earth is clearly a hot place to go man we, well, there, there's clearly something very important here I think it does have to do with humans and I think it has to do with resources Yeah, surely
8: It'd be nice. Are you really?
6: Are you just really put something in your mouth right now?
8: Yeah. <laughs> no, Is that you, annoying?
6: Well, well, it could be annoying uh, for the listener. A and uh, B. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear that? You didn't even bit, offer yeah. us any either, so um, sure. so that's one it's thing. actually
7: it's a breath mint. I was feeling self conscious. Okay. <laughs> My alien breath is can get disturbing.
6: Danny Torg- Torgerson is from uh from uh Captain Squeegee is the band and it's called Danny T. Danny T, yeah. We were talking like he doesn't hear his last name very often. Yeah, everyone just literally I've just become
7: squeegee in all these phones.
6: Yeah, you are. You, well you are Captain Squeegee, are you not? I mean it's just kind of not really uh, I mean
7: I definitely like assume like a role in like Yeah. Right. It's 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 my band and I just love all those guys in it and we've been working together so long. We're all Captain Squeegee But I definitely I tell all these bands To call me Captain Squeegee <laughs> But that's for promotion Right And uh Yeah I mean We've been around forever dude You we're, have been. We're kind of a myth The band existed before me even So it's ridiculous oh, no, no, no. To say that I'm Captain Squeegee Right When s- someone we don't even know Thought of that name Isn't that weird man What a trip
6: I'm on That is a weird trip <mom>. He just got off a trip, by the way, with the band Fayuca, and he it was just back east doing your thing in the snow. I saw that, man. That's pretty cool stuff. And now you got picked up
7: by Bad Fish. They call it
6: El Capitan. <laughs> That's what the Fayuca boys call me. Where can they find you on, on Instagram and all that fun stuff? Instagram,
7: Captain Squeegee. I just got that name back, actually. I had a fan a long time ago put it out, and then I was like, no, you stole it. But no, <laughs> I think he got tired of being tagged all the time. Right on. So Captain Squeegee on Instagram, Captain Squeegee on Facebook. You can even follow Snapchat if you want to follow the tours at all. CPT Squeegee.
6: Yeah, you're fun to watch. You're fun. You're fun to follow. So uh, he puts up some fun pics, and do that uh, when you can. In <laughs> some, the main... fun picks. some fun pics. Some fun pics. I know that's like. <laughs> 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 Should we do that again? <laughs> oh, it's <was> good. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> Thanks. Some really fun pics. Um, let's, <laughs> let's jam a tune, though. All right. So I, I have some comedy here as well, and I got this other song. Good. I don't think we play it. Uh, we haven't really done any kind of comedy songs, really, have we?
8: I don't feel like we have.
6: I mean, it's it's mean you just like played the Weird to and that was great. I did, that was last hour. That oh, wasn't part great. of this one. I played for, I do have the Yoda. Yeah. I got that. I have uh, Pencil Neck Geek. Have you heard of that one before?
3: Ooh, I don't
6: know. From uh, classy Freddie Blassie, who was <laughs> who was a, a wrestling manager in the early eighties, late seventies.
8: <laughs> Kevin nice. finds the most random, strangest things. I'm you talking guys. like total
6: <laughs> I'm talking like total um, like manager from the WWF back in the day.
3: I see
8: Class- so is he You like, guys got
6: computers Classy is he Freddy Blassie like a Blassie.
8: beefy guy Or like a scrawny guy I he's want to know old, the manager is. He's
6: an old man With gray hair And big body And just And he he walks with her Around the cane Classy Freddie Blassie Go look that up <laughs> I'm going to play this song Just because I want to <laughs> It's alien related By the way You'll listen
9: It has to be Back when I was a kid Life was going swell till something happened, blew everything to hell. That night my daddy stumbled in, all pale and weak, said a woman up the block, just gave birth to a geek. Mom said, sell it to the circus, what the heck? Dad said, nope, this one's a pencil neck. And if there's one thing lower than a sideshow freak, it's a gritty, scum-sucking pencil neck geek. You see, if you take a pencil that won't hold lead, looks like a pipe cleaner attached to a head. Add a buggy with body with a brain that leaks, you got yourself a grit-eating pencil neck geek. Pencil neck geek, gritty freak, scum-sucking beard with a lousy physique. He's a one-man, no gut losing streak. Nothing but a pencil neck geek. Soon the geeks were popping up all over town You couldn't hardly sneeze without knocking one down After a nice juicy steak, if you need a toothpick Just reach for a geek, they'll do the trick One day we cut one up for fish bait Learned our lesson just a little bit late Soon as the geek hit the drink, the water turned red Next day, sure enough all the fish were dead. Pencil neck geek, gritty and freak, scum-sucking bee-head with a lousy physique. He's a one-man, no-good losing streak. Nothing but a pencil neck geek. Any night, you know where I can be found? Yeah, stomping some geeks head into the ground. So keep the faith, cause in Blassie you can trust. I won't give up till the last geek bites the dust. Pencil neck geek, gritty freak, scum sucking, behead with a lousy physique. He's a one man, no gun, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil neck geek. They say these geeks come a dime a dozen. I'm looking for the guy who's applying the dimes. It's gonna be real hard times for all of these gritty, scum-sucking, boot-licking, drop-kicking, gut-grinding, nail-biting, glue-sniffing, scab picking butt-scratching, egg-hatching, sleazy, smelly, pepper-belly, dirty, lousy, rotten, stinking, freaks. Nothing but a pencil-neck geek. Pencil-neck geek.
2: Major I understand you have three new reports on file, which, in your opinion, would convince every person in this country that flying saucers are a fact.
5: Is that correct? They should convince a lot of people because of the, the names involved. Tell us about. It. I told your uh, interviewer in Washington that I couldn't mention the names because they were too high. One of them is a top scientist in this country, whose name would be known to everybody. Well, why wouldn't he want his? Because uh... he's afraid of the official ridicule.
2: Hes afraid of official ridicule,
5: that's right. More afraid of official
2: ridicule than of possibly uh, alerting the country to a serious national attack. Thats
5: how many people give us reports and they say, please keep my name confidential. Well, I give you one report which came to us. The name has to be left out. in 1951, a UFO circled the fleet in Korean waters. It circled it at high speed, and they launched several planes to try to get a close in on it. They got a radar locked on. That is, the radar was guiding the planes toward the object. Mm-hmm. This was picked up by radars on 14 naval vessels. This object circled about, uh, over a half an hour more, and then it took off at a speed way over in excess of 1,000 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. This report was certified, and uh, nine members of our Board of Governors saw it, signed it, and agreed that it, they had seen it, and agreed to the content.
8: Aliens
6: with gas, more from Major Keoh, and his interview with Mike Wallace from the early '60s, and that UFO sighting by the uh, military dude. and uh, shutdown, of course.
7: It is so good, dude. It is so good what you're playing right now. I'm enjoying it so much.
6: Right on, man. <laughs>
8: That's awesome. It's such
7: a tasty morsel of the past.
6: Yes, yes. Well, someone to say that we you know keep it keep it more current, which I, I totally understand that. Right. However. You know, this is stuff that's been part of our history that's been going on, and even more so in public, as it right. was back then, than it is now.
7: Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the we, best clues are in that stuff, because they, were, they, right. were, they weren't honest. as good at suppressing it.
6: Well, it's like when you watch 9-11 right at the very beginning, everyone's honest. It looks like bombs. You know, when you see a building getting pulled down, right? That looks it looks And then like. all of a
7: sudden, they stop saying that. Right. <laughs> right.
6: right, exactly. So, it's kind of the same well, thing with UFOs.
8: we do try to, you know, mix it up. We put some newer stuff in, the older stuff, but... It's just like, hey, this stuff has been going on, cave paintings, like all of it, man. And it's all like, you know, merges together for one big giant picture. Right. (laughs) Yes, I like that. Which
6: will be on display (laughs) this weekend over at the Wecopaw Resort in Fountain Hills, the 26th annual UFO Congress. And you can find that online, ufocongress.com is is going on. We're going to be there live next Saturday for a special broadcast and I'm sure Danny will pop in for a few minutes as well you're, yeah I totally you're, should you're volunteering there what are you uh, what are you doing
7: I've been there for years um, oh man see this is the part I wanted to Facebook live <laughs> oh you want to say, wait hey, yeah, yeah let's
6: a, wait all right, we'll wait he wants a Facebook live right? I, I no. want to go
7: back to the quote
6: yeah go for it
7: because I think it's so valuable um, notice see I feel like everything everything that um, who's this fellow that is um, so Major, aware of Major you, Kehoe Okay, so Major Kehoe, he's obviously right, <laughs> and what's interesting more is like the questions and how they're framed, right? Because right? that, that is going to tell us more about the cover-up, because see, the cover-up is actually more interesting than the UFOs themselves, because that's the problem. The cover-up is the- UFOs are not the problem, UFOs are everywhere, they're coming all the time. The problem is the cover-up, right? Uh, Stephen Bassett, who i met several times at the conference, hes I love his approach. Very passionate about the subject. This should be a passionate issue for humankind, yes. Hmm. But we're too worried about, you know, Trump. <laughs> right. That's all, you know, that's designed. Sure, right. So basically, like, um, the way that he asked this question, he says, he says, well, wouldn't you want to alert society to the danger? And it's like, well, why... Why is this dangerous all of a sudden? Like, why why are you initiating this, like, Cold War panic, right? Right. Why does uh, it have to be scary? Why would, yeah, why would you frame the question that way? You know, you're trying to make people worried about it, or it's like they're supposed to be worried about it, or they're not, or they're not even supposed to think about it. Right. And I, uh, I, I, I have yet to see the establishment media do an honest report.
6: Well, it's funny... I have another clip from this I'm going to play that involves Mike Wallace and his wordage that he uses in this interview, all right? Okay. So listen to this real quick. This is, a, this is, again, part of the interview with Major Kehoe.
2: The Department of Defense released an official bulletin on November 5th, 1957, saying that from June of 55 to June of 57, a two-year period, just a fraction over 2% of all investigated unidentified flying objects had to be listed as unknown. so that's your 1.9. What was the period again? 55 to 57. The rest were determined to have been balloons, airplanes, hoaxes, and a category about 12% called insufficient information, which means that the report was so flimsy that there was simply nothing to check on. I must confess that they have, they've certainly shown me no classified material, but they have opened their files quite willingly to us in our preparation for this program tonight. And they've given us very convincing evidence, Major Keyhole, that it is <clears throat> largely, I shouldn't say largely, I'll say 99 and 44 one percent, a hoax. Now you mentioned... A hoax? Well... Uh, uh, when I, I say a, a hoax, lot of
5: good pilots hoaxers.
2: No, 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 not hoaxers. I, I thank you for correcting me. Not just a hoax, but let's say misinformation or sightings of objects which seem to be one thing but are in fact another. Uh, I'm glad that you corrected me about hoax because it was by no means that much a hoax.
6: Isn't that odd to hear that? The uh, I mean, honesty to come out and say yes, you know, I, I said the wrong word. Thank you for calling me out on that to a certain degree. But, but you're talking about the media being honest, you know, the, verb- obvious, is the way obviously
7: they, he came into this interview with an agenda, right? You know, to discredit him, or to, not, to maybe sort of discredit, him. right? You know. At, seem unconvinced right. and represent that that's how everyone else feels right and so you know it's very telling that yeah I mean I, th- that was probably his job was right. to go in there and drop that line
6: well he's like I got information from the from the military and they're telling us this and like, well, like I believe them 100% more than I believe you Mr. Q but
8: of course they're telling him right. that of,
6: right exactly like,
8: why, don't, why can't they think of it in that direction instead of...
6: It's part of the machine. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's right.
8: The I know. I'm just a hippie and I <laughs> want everybody <laughs> to stop being stupid.
7: Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think the good news is that it's less out of fear than ever. You know, back then, Cold War, dude, things were scary still. You know, you're in, they just entered the nuclear age. Right. So it's like a flying saucer is more of a representation of, like, this existential threat, right? Whereas... Whereas now I feel like people are more worried about getting blown up by humans, (laughs) you know, just by like, you know, IEDs or something that, 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 um, now it's less fear-based, which is a good thing. It
6: it is. But I think if we did see something coming from the sky, I mean, that would be such a unifier. At least you would think it would be for all of us here on the surface.
7: Which is exactly why we can't (laughs) know. That's exactly why we can't know. That's (laughs) exactly why we can't know. Well,
6: see, that's, you know, um. That's exactly
7: why they won't tell us.
6: Right. Because they don't want us to get together. They don't want right. us to have the same mentality, the same ideas, and the same way of living, which should be you know, free energy, free food, free you know, everything. UFO, be, UFOs, UFOs be, are
7: obviously on that short list of things that just like, might accidentally make everybody up, and you have to stop it.
6: Right. Yeah. Which is great. We that's, almost did. In 9-11 was that moment. So they told us to keep shopping.
7: It's still working. That 9-11 yeah. thing, I mean, that's still... right. People are still waking up every day because of that.
6: Right. You were talking about the younger generation even being awoke at an early age. Right. Because they see it earlier because they have access to it.
7: And I told those 9-11 Truth kids that the conference was going on and I, cu- I couldn't booth with them on one of the days. <laughs> and they were like, oh, that's awesome. Let's go to that too. I mean, it's totally. Nice. Once you once you just unlock the open-mindedness, then you know, you're know you kind of free to like really digest information from all directions and then make your own decision, which right. is the way it's supposed to work.
8: I think it helps, too, that their parents are probably cool and, you know, are, like, helping right. them to wake up. Because there's a lot of parents out there, like me, for <laughs> instance, that, you know, I'm going to make sure my child knows to question authority, man. Right. <laughs> you should know.
6: this. I got a couple other clips from Except this. Except don't question me. I got, <laughs> that I wanna...
7: And people can wake up by their parents being obviously wrong. You know, there's def- a bunch of ways to wake up. Yeah. Right, right I mean, right. your parents could obviously just be regurgitating, like, their church. And you're right. like, man, it seems like they're just telling my parents what to
8: think. But there's starting to be less of parents like that, though. You
7: know? No, no. Because religion is just not – there's no God now, but there's still religion. <laughs>
6: I have another clip that I want to play. Keep going. So let's listen to this. This is him talking about um, – I'll just play it.
7: Where did you find you this?
2: You know, here's an interesting – I think an interesting question, Major. The United States and Russia have started sending satellites into the sky and we may be hitting the moon with a rocket soon, possibly Mars. You believe that creatures from outer space have space stations on Mars. What's going to happen when we start firing rockets at the moon
5: or at Mars? That question's already been brought up. Uh, We expect to have a base on the moon within the next five years uh it's possible that there is a base on there i don't say there was any proof of it. Is it I- possible we're going to start an interplanetary <laughs> war when we start sending our rockets to the moon and to mars so in 1935 general douglas macarthur said the next war would be an interplanetary war and we'd have to be- unite against people from other planets
8: aliens <laughs>
6: yeah, with gas man yeah how about them apples Dude, <laughs> good.
8: Uh, all i could see in my head was um ken johnston yeah and, like showing us those pictures of the alien base or some kind of base on the dark side of the moon.
6: I mean you know, I, they, look this I, I, don't, I
7: don't know if we got to build one because there was definitely one there
6: right how scary is it like the thought of like us even just wanting to bomb the moon and then you know just, what's right. going to happen what's what's wrong with us that's like that like, male mentality of jackass <laughs> 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 you know we want to jackass the universe basically right. is what we want to do I mean it's like yeah, could I put my ass on that planet yes yeah. yeah.
3: yeah, <laughs> uh, that's true
6: I mean true. we have this, this our instinct is to destroy something and see uh. what the reaction is going to be first I guess I don't know but
7: then again I mean then again, officially, we were afraid of the moon. I mean, we went there, what, officially right. a couple times, <laughs> and then we were like, okay, that's fine. We're right. definitely going <laughs> back. <work."
6: laughs> right. Well, we talked about that. and right. we, we had um, you know, Ken Johnson on the show t- tell us, and I asked him, I go, wasn't there a message? And he said, yeah, they, they were told not to come back. They're not ready yet. And that was a message that they got as they were leaving the moon. So, um, so we, 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 we recently had an article written up about the show. Yeah. And we're thank very you, pleased. Times. Yeah, thank you, Ashley. Thank uh, Ashley. How do you spell it?
8: I He's, think so.
6: Yeah, the uh, the writer who I wrote... I don't want to
8: ruin his name. ...on so. the
6: show. I will, you know, I'll try it. <laughs> it's least. so
8: funny that he called but, me, too,
6: and I biffed it. Yeah, because I told you. I told him, that, yeah, we probably should get really good a hold of him, too, because uh, Danny's really big into the scene. He, wanted, I think, yeah. want to talk to somebody in, in the music scene, but uh, it got written up in the New Times um, on Thursday. Very cool. It's print and everything, and yep. it, we're very excited about it. Yeah, and you, if you cool. If you follow us on Instagram, it's just Aliens with Gas, all one word, lowercase, two S's, and you'll see the put, the photo, the link, the whole deal there. Um also on our website as well. Yeah. But I looked and there's somebody made a comment on it. I was like, ooh, somebody left a comment. Nice. <laughs> and it was a discrediting comment on Ken Johnston. Oh. Saying that it, you shouldn't believe what he says because blah, 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 blah. I don't want to read it.
7: But here's what's funny. <laughs> is that the more you dig, the more you see it's not just Ken saying this. You know of what I mean? Of course not. Of course not. Right. And so people people that just don't want to believe they look at the one thing you're looking at and then try and discredit. all they put all their energy into discrediting but them. that's my
6: point is like why why go out of your way to go say something like that what is your purpose to go out and i mean i'm not i'm just you were st- I'm like 9 11 we talked about this about this last hour we mm-hmm. said you know people go out of the way to defend this the what they think is the truth but no one's like calling them personally out. You're like, you're defending the system more or less by saying that. This kind of guy is want, wants to defend. What are you defending? It's like, I don't understand what your point is.
8: Unless he's a troller paid by yes, which is the often, institution. That's often true. Um, to, to, to see just, it? Yeah, to cause doubt. Oh,
7: the Pentagon admits it. They say they got a whole army of trolls. They said that the battle uh, who, is totally right. on the internet.
6: Because what person really wants to go to a website and say, no, he's wrong right <laughs> there's
7: no there's no need for like, that if you just necessary.
8: like go past it like right and keep going exactly like normal people do <laughs> yeah
7: but i mean you know like you said this is it, this is potentially a mind-blowing revelation if you embrace it right so i think a lot of people just have their guard up to that in general they don't want they want to just go to work tomorrow you know right but the truth is if you embrace this you still go to work like it's not like sure. these this this famed like story from the 50s where they acted like the entire world would just lose their shit like right. they'd all just like go into a total panic hmm. you know
6: let's play a song we're to come back and then we'll wrap it up here with danny torgeson from with captain squeegee and now a uh, Badfish going on tour with them that's true awesome dude. sublime tribute there you go well, I
7: should check it out i might i'll be coming to the east coast
6: yeah i told him he need, he needs to be our our guy in the field yeah <laughs> And call in we'll, we'll, we'll have to work Dude on if I something. see
7: UFO on the road Which I have before
6: dude Let's do it right, Let's do the it immediate. All right These guys are from right here In Phoenix Arizona I really dig them. They're all geologists by the way All right Perfect Watch Smart for rocks people. Yeah watch for rocks Is the band And the tune is called Welcome to Earth So let's do it right here on uh, Aliens With gas
7: Man, man. <laughs> I got it <laughs> I'll be me
0: and you Be you and you be me and I'll be you I'll be me and you be you And you be me and I'll be you
8: What a way for it to happen If it happens that way What a way for it, be it be to be happen If be it happens that way
2: information from United
5: States citizens. For what reason? Because they're treating them like children, the way they did with the H bomb at first, and the way they were doing with they've been doing with other things. The Air Force is simply treating the American people like children. They don't trust them with the facts. Now I'm not attacking the United States Air Force. I'm attacking a small group in there that has been persistently keeping this from the from the public just as they've kept other things.
8: Aliens with
6: gas.
7: Man. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
6: Treating them like children, hmm. those skeptic screwballs, <laughs> you know? That's what we are. We're screwballs because we've seen UFOs, Rave. but they won't tell us what we've seen. And they think they're going to call us crazy for seeing what we saw when they know exactly what's going on.
8: Well, they won't tell you.
6: It's like gas, is, it, is that gaslighting?
8: <laughs> um,
7: is,
6: is that a form of gaslighting? Or that
8: I don't gas know. Lamping? is that
6: gaslamping? What is it?
7: I don't <laughs> know. I'm not familiar. With it. I know what you're saying. I'm talking about <laughs> No. he's just saying it because it has the word gas in it no, I like <laughs> it though I think it's telling you know it it just means that it's it it verifies it's importance right, right. the secrecy verifies how important y- we feel that this could be for all of us right and that's that's the good news you know
6: do you get a lot of people that don't believe
7: yeah of course
6: and what do you tell them um do you try to convince them
7: I at least convince them that it's important that if it, if it were true right, that's what I like to go to so like if people are totally unwilling to at least look at what you're trying to show them I think it's cool to divert the conversation into well at least let's talk about what it would mean right you know because then even you could still get them on the trip a little bit to realize you know like how, how big the universe is and what that means for us and the future of technology the future of man the future of space travel all that stuff
6: you should ask them if they like the movie Independence Day
7: <laughs> <laughs> dude, say, I don't
3: know.
7: That, <laughs> that first one actually tried to—they tried to spill some beans, man. I didn't see right? the second one, but the, first oh, the second one was terrible. But uh, yeah. yeah, first one they spilled some beans. You know, they talked about how they captured ships long ago. Right? They go to Area Fifty-One. I mean, come on, dude. It's like, a little, yeah.
6: little truth telling, a little truth dropping. I'm sure there is. Yeah, half truths. Right. Exactly. All right. So you're dialed into the show this Saturday. We do this now right here on VoiceAmerica.com, the Variety Channel, two to four p.m. Pacific time, and right now uh, we are here in uh, from our undisclosed location, the extraterrestrial <laughs> rock show, jamming some tunes related to the theme and having some guests like Danny Torgerson. Broadcasting
7: from the moon base. <laughs> <laughs>
6: and we uh, are having a great conversation, and we're almost done, about 10 more minutes to go. Uh-huh. So there's a few things we do want to do announce before we leave the show today.
7: Yes. I want to hear about the, the, we are.
6: the we're totally, classified document. Yeah, we're going to get to that here. So I want to, let's, let's, I want to drop the, the news Tell after... Us. With n- this story,
8: after this, All so right. we got some
6: really big news. We're going to tell you. It's really cool news. We're right after this little, uh, this story, we're going to talk about, which is what?
8: Um, so John Greenwald, who um, was actually one researcher of the year last year uh, at International UFO Congress, he runs a That's site awesome. called The Black Vault, and so he goes through and he gets through the Freedom of Information Act, d- various agencies to declassify stuff. So just on February 7th, he got um, the U.S. Forest Service to declassify any—he requested records, electronic or otherwise, on all reports of unidentified flying objects, UFOs, received by the USFS by either people, public, or by the employees and personnel of the U.S. Forest Service. Uh, So they had 18 pages. They only released nine and they said they had to withhold some um, because of some except exemptions of six and seven of the federal er, information. Sure, or of course.
6: Can't give you everything.
8: So, yeah. So, you know, where are they holding it back? So they have – there's a couple – there's two on here I want to talk about specifically. One is um, – happened at the Twin Lakes. Um, it's these hikers. They sent in these pictures, and they have – You know, the one where there's nothing in it, and then 10 seconds later, another shot where there is obviously something. Or it was Lost Twin Lakes, um, which I guess is, like, up in, like, Wyoming or somewhere way up there where there's, like, mountains and stuff. Um, So that one was really interesting. The other interesting one um, came from... uh, the Tonto National Forest, which, as you guys know, is not far from That's us. That's close. Yeah. And it's an email received, a uh, secret government installation being built in by the Salt River Canyon area. Um, call in report to the front desk. So it goes on to say this guy receives his phone call at the front desk from a mail caller reporting the construction of a secret government <coughs> installation upstream from the Salt River Canyon past Pinal Creek. That's upstream from Roosevelt Lake. Aliens and at least one detached head are involved. <laughs> Caller, <laughs> Caller claims Epic. to have seen construction cranes coming out of off the side of the cliffs, miniature stealth planes and UFOs, and aliens and people working together at the site, and aliens eating people. See, I don't think they're all nice guys. Uh, he found a severed head and claims to have, have pictures of some of this stuff. Caller reports he's 60, not crazy, doesn't do drugs. He's already called the office by the lake, and he didn't know if those people were turning the other cheek or maybe those people have been paid off. Um, they had him forward a message to somebody else. Um, he goes on to say he thinks the Phoenix media will be all over this, which they weren't. Um, and then, P.S., David and I aren't doing drugs either. And this <laughs> happened in 2013. Hmm. So, December 30th, 2013, to be exact, was when this Dude. Happened. Yeah, that's pretty so, crazy. So, I don't know, let's take a trip. But I mean, they're, you know, you have to like get them to release these documents. You have to request. I want a document released about this stuff. Why do we even have to do that? Why aren't we just talking about it? Like, why isn't it available? Seriously. I
7: don't know. I mean, uh, apparently a long time ago, you know, the elite decided that like we
6: shouldn't know about this.
7: Well, or that we would have to like reach an intelligence level that could handle it. Right. Well. So the fact that we're that like helps, so the fact sure. that we have to ask, you know, that's a, I mean, it's important. Like we should want to ask.
6: Right on. That's really. Are cool. you gonna talk about the conference? Yes, we have like because yeah. we want to play your song. I'm on Facebook Live. Did you, you ready? Yeah. Did you email me the song? I did. Okay. Well, we're gonna. <laughs> so Danny Torgerson is ok I'm Facebook live alright so we're gonna be uh, on his live Facebook here for aliens with gas right here on voiceamerica.com the variety channel so hang out with us on his uh, what's up on his uh, Facebook live if you want to see us here in studio but the UFO Congress is going on this Saturday this weekend coming up from Wednesday to Saturday and Sunday the whole deal over at Wicapaw and that is on Fountain Hills is that like
7: a new name I thought it was called Fort McDowell uh, well I think
6: it's the Wicapaw Resort part
8: Right, I think they changed the name of the casino or something. Maybe right. I don't know.
6: Yeah, so uh, you are going to be volunteering once again over there. We're going to be there live I d- as I well. Just,
7: for anyone that can go, that still could like plan to go, you guys should go. It's you know, it's it's a very mind-opening experience to go to these things because you don't have to believe everybody. No one's telling you that you have to believe everybody. The idea is just you listen to everybody and then make your own decision. Right. And, th- and there's plenty of There's plenty of like ex-military there, right? It's always like the ex-government guys or when like the Chilean military generals came a few years ago. Like there's always very captivating information that you're not going to hear from, you know, from CNN.
6: But then once in a while, they will put up a story like that. Like the Fox News morning show did something with the Chilean UFO off the coast. They aired it on their network, and they were talking about it being a UFO. So once in a while, it will show up, and it's always like a laughing thing. You know, like right. a, like a marijuana. When they talk marijuana, it always, ends, it always ends in the laughter, pretty much, on TV. You know, it's always a funny story that's uh, got marijuana involved. Right. It, UFO is uh, the same uh, thing.
7: It's either like, it's either laughter or just a... Uh, you know, weird. Oh, well, weird. Right. How yeah. much people saw this thing? Oh, that's weird. Know. And it's like... There's well, no ending. There's should no we have a discussion about what that could mean for the future of the human race? Well, it's like, oh, we want to talk about
8: it, but we're not going to talk about it. So we're going to make a joke about it because we don't want people to know what we think.
6: But the thing is, though, once the there is that mass sighting of a million people that see something, then we're going to go, we but saw that's, that.
8: That's happened so I many know it times has. already. That's the
6: sad part is that it has, but then...
7: Dude, Phoenix... Phoenix still to this day has one of the most famous mass sightings in the world. We are right. so lucky to live here. This is like a UFO hotspot, dude. <laughs> right. They There's talk- people that they see UFOs at South Mountain all the time. There's a whole website dedicated to it. If you, any of y'all hike on South Mountain, y'all should start looking up more. And yeah.
6: you should look up to the sky, Always. regardless. All and the time. That's half the reason
7: people don't see UFOs. They're <laughs> right. not looking up. They're right. They're looking down at their at their telephones. It's just the sky, I man. I guess that's my fault right yeah. now. Look, man.
6: Look, I know what the sky looks like. I don't need to be seeing right. the sky. You know, to tell me what the sky looks like. And so, uh.
7: and so, I think it, I think it's very important that the UFO conference happens in Phoenix. I think it means something.
8: It does. I think it has a
7: metaphysical importance. And like we're here in one of the largest conferences in the world about. A subject that deals with the whole world, so
3: right
8: and people actually come from all over the world to this conference. Right on, all over,
7: well, so all over. Y'all that, should come and I'm so stoked that Squeegee is like it. officially a part of it now.
6: That is way really cool. I think we're going to try to s- maintain our relationship with them and do be uh, be there every <laughs> year as well. So we're looking yeah. forward to it. Um, before we go though, we do want to make a big announcement, which is very cool. Now you're doing this on your, f- your live feed. Um, we are going to be on TV on Monday morning. It's going to be. I know be, what? Yes. What
8: happened? How <laughs> does this happen?
6: Az. <laughs> TV 7, channel, channel 7, the morning show. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh,
7: 8 o'clock in well, the morning. That makes sense. And then if anyone goes to the conference, just they're showing uh, those Captain Squeegee music videos, Seek. Nice. Thursday night. Nice. I Thursday didn't get night.
6: the email, by the way.
8: Oh, well, I totally sent it, bro. No,
6: I know. I just refreshed and I don't have it. Uh, oh, so man. Well, have to yeah, save that.
8: Tune in no, to us also. on a Monday morning.
6: Yeah, there it, it is right cool. there. I
8: sent it. playing did. You did send it. <laughs> <laughs>
6: all right. So but, let me save it as we speak. Um, all right. So before we go, though, uh, we want to thank Icarus480, who uh, dropped a nice little um, yeah, share for our page.
8: On the Instagram. Yeah.
6: So if you haven't followed us on Instagram, uh, please do. Aliens with gas is all one word, two letters
7: on the end, two S's. Uh, other than that, uh, what else is up? All that, that I, I, I don't know. I just... Anyone that's interested in this subject, they should try and follow the conferences that are happening. I'm going to mm-hmm. be doing a ton of social media while I'm there to try right. and really get the word out because, you know, it should be so big. We should all be there. Right. It should deal with the entire, like, community. That there are spaceships in the sky And maybe we made some of them But not all of them
6: I think your song is going to get cut off, man <laughs> Oh,
7: that's okay Are you sure? Yeah Should
6: sure, I just cut it off? Play it and yeah, it cut off? Yeah, just play it All right Thanks hey. for coming in, dude It's been a pleasure <laughs> Yeah, thank you I know you're going on tour We'll have you back in for sure When you do have some time To, to hang out with us on a Saturday For sure You're yes. always welcome Danny Torgerson From Captain Squeegee And he's going to be hitting the road again With Badfish uh, Coming up in about a month or two So good luck on the tour Thanks, buddy Have fun out there Thanks for coming and hanging in Heidi Gad Thank you. We're done. We'll get yes. here the radio version tomorrow night on 93.9 FM, KWSS in the West Valley and on 99.1 FM in the East Valley. The replay will be at 10 o'clock tomorrow night and then it'll be podcast available by Monday morning. Oh, wow. Yeah.
7: And then next week at the conference. We're going to be at the week, conference. Live at
6: yeah. the conference right here on voiceamerica.com Variety Channel. Thanks for tuning in. We do appreciate it. You guys enjoy uh, Seek. There's only going to be like a minute left. It's going to be cut That's off That's okay. Man. Yeah, we'll <laughs> just
7: give him <them> a teaser.
6: <laughs> All right, here you go.
7: Aliens. With gas. So, yeah. man. <laughs> Aliens. Aliens. <laughs>